One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to another episode of The Juice. I'm your host, Solomon Giorgio, comedian, writer, and formerly known as the little piggy that cried all the way home. My guest today is a neon-loving dancing queen who literally gets down to brass tacks in her podcast, The Unofficial Expert and Hobby Hunter. Let's give a big juicy welcome to Sydney Washington. Hello, Solomon. I'm here. You look here amazing. You. you always look amazing. Your cheekbones always at the the highest point. Yeah, but you know what? I've been watching Instagram too much, and I'm watching the like makeup tutorials and the Instagram girlies, and now I'm mm. like, do I need Botox? Do I need filler? Do I need like? I'm like, should I do the threading? Like, it's insane. I like it's crazy right now. We don't need it. We don't. We don't. We, we don't. don't. I'm gonna get it. But we don't need it. The brainwashing is working. Oh, I just, I feel like I want to be, oh God, I want to look like my face is sliding back. Okay, wait, did you watch Bling Empire? No. There's a guy on there that did threading in his nose and he's doing it in his cheeks and it's just too much. But I could see why he's obsessed and he keeps going mm-hmm. back. So is it like not look okay? Oh no, he looks insane. He looks like a cartoon character. See, I kind of want that life, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I want that cat eye slide back. Like, looks like your face is constantly in the wind. Yeah, you want that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I think you have the money for it. So I do. I'm, I'm going to do the lower version of that and just <laughs> just a tad bit of filler underneath my eye. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. That's it. See, that sounds, that sounds uh, like the smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, just something light. It's it's actually the frugal thing to do. That's that's all that is. Give me all the money and I'm doing whatever, whenever. I'm getting in a jet. <laughs> I'm getting in a jet just to go get Botox, mm-hmm. like in another country. Right. If I had enough money, Solomon, there'd be titties on my back. <laughs> oh, oh, it would be disgusting. My titties will have its own zip code, okay? It will be filling out its own, like, taxes. It will be insane. Oh, my God. That is... <laughs> <laughs> Just just watching you just crush cans with your big. Oh, it would become a thing. It will actually have a show revolved around my tits. Oh gosh, I would watch that show. It'll be a hit. It won't be on um, ABC, but I definitely feel like it'll be on one of the streamers. Keeping up with the titties. Uh Yeah, keeping up. (laughs) Keeping up with the tits, tits, tits. You'll be the you'll be the Chris Jenner of my tits. Oh, managing God. it and everything. A momager. I've always wanted it's like mm-hmm. no, her titties are busy that day. Uh <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we can get her in uh 2023, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, I feel like yeah, we're like, yeah, Coachella, sure. Okay. day one. Week <laughs> day one. one. We won't do two we won't do both weeks. We won't do both weeks. Ah, <laughs> uh, we have to do the show. We'll do the one sheet later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the pitch, don't worry. Okay, so as you know, my show is uh, <laughs> is all about gossip, yes. and I feel like we've done our fair share being friends. We've kikied, we've we've spread rumors and lies and and fables, but that's what our friendship is based on. Yeah, uh, but let's. I want to go back to to younger a younger Sydney because uh, I feel like you've experienced so much. Yeah, I How was high school because I like high school Sydney was a different a different person, right? Yeah, I was I was a nerd. I mm. I actually went to two different high schools because I just could not get it together with the like fitting in. I, I ended up, Ooh, here's gossip about Mm -hmm. me. I had this like friend group, 
but they were like all cool. They would get like the new Jordans. They would have like cool, the Sergio Valente jeans, the, <laughs> the, the very new, um, the very new mm-hmm. Air Max ones or whatever. They would get everything. They would wear the, the North Face jacket. They were so cool. And so I ended up hanging out with them and I was trying to fit in, trying to get Jordans like them, be cool with them. And then one of the girls, I got really, really close with her and then I fucked up. I ended up letting the dude who took her virginity mm-hmm. finger pop me um, <gasps> on a day I was supposed to be at school. Yeah. Sydney! <laughs> I know, I know. It was bad. And all the girls hated me and then I had to leave that high school. Uh, damn. Yeah. Oh no, they couldn't stand me. I had to. I had to leave school of the physical city and then go to... Heritage High School. Yeah. I love how you prefaced it. I was nerd in high school, and it's like, but I got finger. Like I'm over here, full virgin <laughs> until college. Nerd, nerds <laughs> can't get finger pops. Is that what you're saying? Look, I'm, I'm just saying some nerds did not get finger popped, and I was one of them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. It, it was just like I just wanted to be in. I wanted to be cool, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to have this relationship with these these girls and these people. And then I was like, I I do want to get finger popped. What's the problem? I should be able to have both. Yeah. Ladies, you can have it all. <laughs> you can have it all. You will get your ass kicked afterwards, but you can have it all. Look, if having it all is getting finger popped, I don't know if I want any. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Because I, yeah, I don't, like, I don't think, high school boys with fingering is always, every time I heard them talk about it, I'm like, y'all don't know what you're doing. Y'all do Yeah, it not. wasn't good. It hurt and, like, it didn't feel good and it was... I was thinking in my head, like, wait till she finds out about this. Like, I didn't have a good experience. And then I left. And maybe, like, a couple of days later, she found out about it. And it was like, damn, I didn't I didn't even get to settle uh, in, the, in the thing. Of course him. Like, guys can't keep. Oh, he their, snitched? Their, yeah, he definitely told on me. This dude. Because he said that, like, I had came by. And so she was like, so why was Sydney there? And nobody else was there. And then he had to be like, well, I don't know. One thing led to another. And then we like hooked up. And so she thought that we had sex. And I was like, no, I'm a virgin. But I did let that finger go in that thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's my gossip. Okay. Hope, hope it's hot enough. Hope it's hot enough. Oh, my God. I love you living in your best 90210 life. And was this? I was in ninth grade. Damn, ninth grade? Ninth grade. I was playing Pokemon during lunch Mm-mm. in the well, ninth I was, grade. I was hanging out with the, the fast girls now. Everybody was grown. Mm-hmm. Everybody was grown. In New York City, um, if you're like 14 in New York City, you're actually like 25 in another, yeah. like in Missouri. No, when I was 14, I remember there was like a, the people like, there's like a couple that would like, uh, she would jerk her boyfriend off in the back of the bus and we'd all have to just pretend that didn't wasn't happening around the rest of us, which is like, but that was, that, I was 14. I'm like fully like, I'm playing Magic the Gathering. I'm going to go watch Animaniacs after school. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, y'all getting jerked off over, back here? <laughs> oh, Solomon, you were a real nerd. I, just, I was just <laughs> using the word nerd. You really were. You were about that life. Yeah, I was dedicated to the craft of nerdery. I was in it to win it. I Yeah, I know. So I was. I was acting. I was. I was definitely not method. <laughs> you just had glasses. That's it. That's it. No, that's all I, you had. That's all. I just couldn't dress, and I didn't have like a lot of money. But mm-hmm. I, I guess I wouldn't consider myself a nerd because you were you were doing all the things that. Yeah, you were a hot girl in the making. Was what it was. I was. They was training me. They I was. I was me. dedicated. I, I was like. I was like. I was. Yeah. I was very dedicated to my craft of uh, being a nerd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But like, uh, clearly, like, I think one of the greatest things about you is um, anyone out there in the world listening, please follow Sydney on Instagram because she has crafted one of the greatest uh, <laughs> profiles of all time. But you're like, because I, I, we both worked in the bar service industry, but you were Bottle Girl, which is a whole other creature altogether. Oh, man. It, it's, it's its own like niche community that a lot of people don't know about they might see it on tv for a glimpse but like it is his own world Mm -hmm. like nothing happens until after like 7 p.m like that's when that world starts nothing is happening in the day and then it starts at you know eight they go to dinner and then we're going to the club we're getting fucked up and we're not going home until 6 (laughs) a.m that's what it was every day 
Like that's like that's like who do like who pointed you in that direction? Was that just something you want to do? Oh, your- going to school for communications definitely led me. Yeah, that's always a great to yeah. being a waitress. Yeah. To this day, I'm not 100 sure what communica- communications does as a as a job. Uh, it just sets you up for um, how may I help you? What would you like? <laughs> what, what would, hey, may I take your order? Would you Would you like that shaken or stirred? You know. <laughs> Look, I've. That's all, it. I've I said that as well, and I had, had <laughs> yeah. I'm we, we both ended up the same place anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And wait, you finished college, right? Let's not worry about that. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Let me not. It's your it's your pod. Let me not ask the question. Oh so no, no, no. Let's no. Let's not like. First of all, I consider higher education a scam, and the fact that I even did it at all is uh, I don't like. I don't. I don't think anyone should brag about. It. <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. You're not wrong on that. Unless you're like working in the career that you got. From your degree, which no one really does. Yeah, but even those people who are like, I went to school for law. I'm a lawyer. I'm like, but what else do you do? They have, there's nothing else. It's just their whole life is that. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's a good investment, but it just seems kind of bleak. <laughs> it is. I don't like, look, I don't like, I think too many people are going to college. Uh, and if you just, I say don't do it unless you have a goal. Cause I feel like a lot of kids are put into it, get a shit ton of debt with no goal in mind. I'm like, that doesn't sound like a good time to do. What <laughs> is a goal? Okay. Like we all thought we were going to be a scientist. Like th- there is like, oh, the yeah. goals are not realistic until you hit about 28. Then you're, <laughs> yeah. you, I feel like you know exactly what you want to do. You I know? think that's the case. I'm doing nothing with my education at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> you are, first of all, Solomon, you're one of the most successful like friends of mine <laughs> and and you and you're just like low key you do your business you get you you do your pot you get your writer producer you're doing everything everything your comedy you do all of it and you're just like there's i don't need this for clout like this yeah. is my life you know this is what i do this podcast isn't about complimenting me which is what you do all the time <laughs> and i appreciate it but it's I, not I gonna have to <laughs> i had to like this is this is our this is our friendship is me going <laughs> let's talk some shit and you going you are the greatest person I've ever I met know. and I'm like you gotta stop <laughs> I'm a nerd now I'm sorry because I am I already know like you you don't have to convince me I'm amazing I've already been on board with that since the day I was born <laughs> okay <laughs> never mind never mind keep going job one what was was what was the first like entrance to bottle service world uh Kocheck Kocheck oh yes I was doing Kocheck when it wasn't even cold it was about it was getting, it was like April, May and like mm-hmm. people had like windbreakers on and like little cardigans, p- performance fleece. And I was at the Soho Grand and I came in and the, the manager, I, you could tell that he liked me, but he was like, damn, we really don't have no positions for you. But they're like doing me a favor. They're like, you know what? We're going to put you in Kojak. <laughs> and then I go to Kojak and it's, there's nothing like at best I got about like 10 coats. This is yeah. a this hotel bar that's busy as fuck. Nobody is putting their coats in. And people come up to me, they're like, you're so pretty. Why are you in this box? And I was like, I know. I asked myself every time I clock in this bitch. Every time I clock in, why am I in this box? That is sweet. That is, oh, I've never. Bottle girl service and the coat check world, those were, those were definitely for the prettier people. And uh, I never got access to that. Um, I, I was a cocktail server. Drunk people are... They really, when they get really wasted and they try to be invisible, like you can't see them. <laughs> I, ne- I never heard that. When when are drunk people like, oh, I'm shy. Let me be coy. It's like when they, they drink so that they can yeah. be seen. Yes. But they also think that you can't see them do that. Oh, be a mess. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're being messy. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm doing great. I think it's the thing is like, there's two types of drunks. There's people who lean into their drunkness and then there's people who are drunk and they're delusional. They're like, yeah. I'm fine. And the blackouts. You, I don't, I've never blacked out. Oh, I was, I was, I was infamously a blackout like server. So oh. I would, I would waitress and I would be like 11 shots in tequila. And then like, you know, a couple bumps, <laughs> a couple of people are, um, a couple of people are giving me like, you know, little social bumps. But for the most part, I was blackout, not knowing what happened the day before. And um, I was able to get all my work done. So <laughs> it wasn't really that. It wasn't that bad. I was a, a high functioning blackout waitress. Um, I'm trying to remember was I will let you tell the story because I fucking I think it's the one that trip to Miami or is it like out of the country or 
Uh, or that well, girl. There was a couple of Miami trips, but I ended up meeting a girl at Pasha. And I mean, she's like this Brazilian Portuguese girl in the club scene forever. I thought that we were dating. We were not. We were. She was literally just having a good time. And I was like, this is going to be my girlfriend. She ends up moving to Miami, which is a red flag. It's yeah. like, who are, you, who are you running from? What are you selling? <laughs> what are you stealing? She moves to Miami and I go to see her and it's winter music conference and it is a nightmare. Yeah. She is on Molly. She is on Coke. She's on ketamine. She's everywhere. I'm getting hotel rooms for us. Um, she ends up taking me to some drug dealer's house. She steals all of his Coke and ketamine off the table. We run off. We run off with the drugs. It's like Thelma and Louise. We're it's on the run tour. Uh, I'm <laughs> mad at her. She makes me. She makes me rent a moped. She what? Makes me, yeah, I rent a moped for her. But we, for some reason, I go to one place and she goes to another. She gets arrested with the moped. She gets arrested with the moped. She's thrown in jail because apparently she tried to fight the cops. Uh, she pulled a fire alarm in in another like random hotel. She gets arrested. I'm freaking out because I'm like, I'm worried about her. She gets one call. She calls me. She's screaming at me. She's like, you need to call Dove from American Apparel. Yes. Uh, the creator, the owner of American. She's like, he's going to get me out of jail. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I call him. He's on a private jet that's about to go, about to fly. He's like, hello. I was like, hey. Uh, he's like, hurry up. I'm about to take off. I was like, hey, Jenny is in jail. Jenny, Jenny blank. He's like, Jenny's in jail? Is it drugs? And I was like, yes. He's like, what jail is she? I was like, Miami Dade, Miami Dade. He's like, okay. Jenny's in Miami Dade. Okay, I'm going to get her out. I was like, it's, I think it's about $20,000 to get her out. I think that's her bail. He's like, what the hell did she do? I was like, I don't know. He, he, <laughs> he posts her bell. I'm outside of Miami Dade waiting for her. She never gets out. There's people there waiting for their, their baby fathers, their family members. I'm just waiting outside for this bitch that I met two months ago, <laughs> who's not even my girlfriend. It's 102 degrees. I'm dehydrated. I'm coming down from like doing Molly four days in a row. It's a nightmare. It's really bad. I don't recommend. One star. <laughs> One star. Why did you do any of that? I I mean, she lived. She lived her life. That's the that's the fast life. No, no, I'm talking about why you did any of that. You are. Oh, Tommy, <laughs> you know that I'm a nice person. You are too nice. I think I'm a nice person. I think your so issue is that you you probably thought you were unattractive when you were young, that you realized that you did not become a beautiful person. <laughs> like, this like, is true. You are too hot. To be doing any of these things. No, but just, I had a good heart. I had a good heart and I believed in, I believed in her. Wow. Mm. What am I, a dad? I believed in her. <laughs> there was and so I, much potential. There was so much potential. And yeah, so she ended up getting out and she was not nice to me afterwards. And then she ended up marrying a man. So <laughs> the lies, the lies, <laughs> the lies. But was she, was she even like saying that was an op like an option at all? No. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, I think she was young. She was young, and it's like, are you, are you even really gay at twenty four? So what made you, what made you quit the world? Like, um, I got fired from this place called Riff Raffs, <laughs> and uh, just the name alone is like, you got fired from what? <laughs> if anything, you should have left that bitch. But I Riff Raff, Riff Raffs. You should have walked out on your own. I should have walked out, but because I got fucked up and fell asleep and threw up on my manager in the bathroom, they were like. You know, oh, you know what really happened? I took home some, I went to Miami with somebody's credit card and that's what really happened. The, the, the manager didn't like me. I had already had one strike. And then when I threw up on him, on his men's <laughs> warehouse uh, suit, he was like, oh, you got to go. Oh, you, I was like how you thought, like, I think puking on somebody is enough to get fired. <laughs> no, no, because he said in the meeting, he's like, everybody gets fucked up here and black out and throw up. That's not the problem. The problem is, is that you already had a probation because you took somebody's credit card home and you act like you don't want to be here. <laughs> I'm like, sir, if anybody acted like they wanted to be here, we wouldn't be drinking and doing drugs all the time. <laughs> so like growing up, did you like, was there any gossip that you had to deal with at all? That was your family gossipy? So my family, I grew up with three senior citizens, mm -hmm. right? Like three militant, very religious senior citizens. And their brother, brothers and sisters. 
or whatever. And so you would think that I would have like all of the gossip, Mm -hmm. but they were very secretive, very secretive. Like I didn't know pretty much anything about their lives. They didn't even want me to know their first names. They all, they always (laughs) wanted to just call them auntie or papa or uncle Raymond. Like they didn't want, they really didn't want me to know their business at all. Cause they know that I was a child and I would probably like repeat the stuff that's going on in the house. Yeah. So they would not give me any tea. I had to I had to create my own gossip. Oh, now what did you do? Like what Okay, well there was this girl at my school, Ashley, I'm not gonna say her last name, but she was stealing her grandmother's money. She was stealing her grandmother's money ah! and she was using the money to buy friends. She would come to school what? and she would just yeah, she would just like have the money out and like she would just be counting it in front of people and people were like, well, obviously I want to be friends with Ashley. She has money. And then she would give people like $5, $10. She would like, you know, buy chips and candy sometimes during recess. Yeah. And she had all, everybody was obsessed with her. And I was like, wow, I want to be Ashley. I want to be <laughs> Ashley. So I, so I started stealing my uncle's social security money. He would put it in a manila envelope. Mm-hmm. He would never put it in the bank because he didn't trust the bank. That is that is actually some tea. He wouldn't my uncle Raymond didn't put his money in the bank because he didn't trust the bank. So he would always have cash in his um like third drawer or something like that. I could say this information because he's dead and yeah. that apart that apartment burned down like many well, years ago. Look, yeah. I've extorted money from my mom's account when I was 17. We're all yeah. good. <laughs> so it's fine. So I steal his money. I ended up like I started giving people money, but it wasn't enough. I was like, I need to beat Ashley at this mm-hmm. game. So I ended up calling Chuck E. Cheese and asking, requesting to have like a party during recess. And I was like, have Chuck E. Cheese there, the robot, bring everybody. I want cheese, pepperoni. I called Chuck stuff. E. Cheese. He's, yes, I called them. <laughs> I said, I'm paying cash. I need you to come. They come, everybody's there. Everybody's happy. They're they want to be my friends. They're like saying my name. And then the principal comes and shuts everything down because she's like, what the, what the hell's going on? Like, how did they, how do these people get in the recess? Why is, why is Chuck E. Cheese like break dancing? <laughs> he's break dancing. He looks like he's on crack. And so, so, and, and she took the money from me. She found out that I stole this money. She, she took all the money out of my backpack. They didn't pay Chuck E. Cheese because she was like, you guys have, shouldn't even have come up to the school. Yeah. Because an adult didn't request this. So they're waiting outside for me because I haven't paid them. And then we're having this big meeting and I had to like tell on Ashley. I was like, well, Ashley is stealing her grandmother's money. That's why I did all of this. <laughs> and Ashley's grandmother had Alzheimer's or dementia or whatever. And so she came up to the school and she's like, Ashley's not stealing my money. Oh my. So it was a big, so it just looked like I was a liar. And that I was spreading lies about Ashley and that I obviously had mental illness and I was a thief, a klepto or whatever. And nobody wanted to be my friend after that. Damn. Yeah. Damn. There's a lot. I lived. I lived. You survived. That's. (laughs) I don't know why I'm alive. I'm alive to tell these stories on your podcast. I'm just sitting here like I call Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) I call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I called him up. I had them. I went in the uh, Yellow Pages. Looked up Chuck E. Cheese that was closest in Oakland, California. And I said, bring <laughs> bring your asses down here. I got cash money, honey. Oh, they were going to be there. Oh, my goodness. I've... Oh, they were They were like, what time y'all need us to be there? They were pressed for that money. <laughs> I was like, is this Chuck E. I, I think I called the Chuck E. Cheese that was going out of business because they were definitely pressed. They were like, yeah. How many, how much, what are you willing to pay? We're coming. Like my mom's situation, I think I'm, I don't know if I told you. So like when I ran away to LA, I was like, I'm going to need money. Mm-hmm. So what I did <laughs> was I I found like a, like a withdrawal thing from my mom, uh, her little like checkbook thing. And I got like a withdrawal slip and I forged it. And I also forged a letter saying that she wanted me to have this money because she's going to be out of town for a while. And... The way that I walked into a bank, talked to a bank teller and a bank manager and convinced them both that my mom wants me to have $850 out of the account today. Solomon, <laughs> Based off of forged letters. You Ooh. won. You won. It was, you, were, you were an adult too. You were an adult. I was a child. I was 17. I was 17. I was still a child. I was an adult. 
If you're brown and you're 17, you're an adult. Oh, you're charged I was, as an adult. I was, if the cops were there, I would have been 35. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the way I was like, yeah, I was, ooh. I've like, oh God, we would steal. So like the, the, the worst, like that was annoying, but we worst is like my mom would always hide these Intamin's uh, pound cake all over the house because it, it was her dessert and no one mm-hmm. else's. But she also knew that she had too many children that loved dessert. So she would always hide it somewhere different every time. And we always found it. And she'd always figure it And we try to like do like a thin slice, but then obviously it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then by the, like- Did you guys have some food issues over there? Like, why are you hiding no, it's slithers just, of cake? <laughs> it's in the month. Intimate pound cake is, butter pound cake is one of the greatest desserts ever made. And my mom Ooh, knew that- With some ice if, cream? With mm-hmm. some ice cream? My mom knew that if we had access to it, we would devour it in three seconds. Yeah. Like she used to like make putting in a bowl and like throw it to us like we were pigs in a trough. Like here you bitches go. (laughs) You were living the life. I couldn't, I didn't even have that growing up. Like Mm -hmm. my, uh, my auntie and uncles were diabetics. So everything was sugar free. I had cornflakes forever. They like maybe once in a while they would get a box of frosted flakes, but I had to eat regular cornflakes, plain fucking cornflakes with Splenda. Splenda. (laughs) A nightmare. A nightmare. <laughs> because that's what they would do. So they would, I couldn't really have candy. I would like sneak off and get candy. And like they would mm-hmm. get me, you know, McDonald's on Wednesdays, like as a treat. But for the most part, I had to, everything had to be like low in sodium, <laughs> lo, no sugar. Candy, <laughs> candy is missing all the products that make it candy. Like it was, I was not able to be a kid. I was not able to be a I kid was, at all. I truly love the idea of you just showing up to school with like a bottle of prune juice and just. Not even that. Not even that. Like I remember my aunt used to make sandwiches for me for school for my lunchbox, and the sandwiches were so bad. I was like, I think I'm just gonna eat the public school, like the public school sandwiches. I think I'm gonna cafeteria food is not that bad. I was raised on cafeteria food, so. Yeah, but my aunt thought she was doing something. She was like, "Oh no, no, we're just <laughs> we're you're gonna you're gonna get your home cooked food." And it was like sandwiches. It's like it's not like dinner <laughs> from the night before. It wasn't like you were putting spaghetti in that piece or lasagna mm-hmm. or anything like zhuzhed up. It was cold sandwiches just, with, oh, with Thousand Island dressing. Oh, that is not a child sauce, baby. That baby. is not a child sauce. Oh, oh my God. She thought she was doing Thousand something. Island. Oh my Thousand goodness. Island. Thousand just... Island that she made like, oh, homemade Thousand Island, which is just ketchup and mayo. Yeah. That's it. Oh my God. And she would put that on the sandwich and I was like, oh, and the, and the meat that she would use was like this super, super like thin supermarket. It wasn't Oscar Myers. It was <laughs> like, it would come in a packet that you're like, who is this for? This is not child meat. You know, it was bad. I, I never wanted the sandwiches. Oh, and you know what? She would give me a Capri Sun. That's the only thing See, that, that's... Made, that made me look popping, the Capri Sun. Now you have to understand that I only had a, a Capri Sun twice in my childhood. Uh, and that was all I was ever allowed. Uh, so this is, yeah, I would have been, been that bitch in the corner being like, that fucking girl got them Capri Suns every single day. <laughs> Let me stop complaining. You right? You right? <laughs> I would because I had my mom would make Ethiopian food and I like I loved it, but I couldn't bring that to school. Mm-hmm. You no. can't smell like a different country at school. Ew. Those <laughs> kids will let you; ha- they will light you up. Oh God! Like it's like like it's like I remember. Yeah, I remember smelling like Ethiopian spices and just getting clowned so hard. Like, what do you smell like that? You <laughs> like? Well, I smell like uh, Vicks vapor rub, so I don't know what's what's worse. I love. Yeah, I think I've seen, I think I've seen the photo <laughs> before where you are like what like a kid that looks like truly like the tiniest old woman. Yeah. Oh, young old lady, babe. That was the vibe. It was always, I, I truly had their energy. Like I was giving Rosa Parks, I'm not getting up from the seat. That was me. That was me. All of elementary. I'm talking about from kindergarten to sixth grade. It was, it was, it was a time to be alive. I'll tell you that much. Did you ever get busted for, for spreading gossip? Oh yes. Remember when they do the three way? Mm-hmm. I got caught on the three-way one time talking shit about a friend and they were clicked over and they're like, what? Oh. And I was like, how could you? How could oh. you put me on three-way with this person? So the person was on three-way listening to me say all this like garbage about them. And this is when the rotary phones, okay? That's how old I am. I know, I know you know about the, I'm, I'm know older about than the you. rotary phone. Yeah. <laughs> the rotary phone. Oh, yes. I, know, I recall. It was a, 
It wasn't a do 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 do. It was like, yeah, yeah. So they and um, as soon as I finished, and they were like, "Oh, is that all?" And I was like, "I think so." And then I heard that click, and I said, "Fuck!" I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe they had me on three way. What did you say though? I don't remember what I was said, but ooh, they did not speak to me afterwards. And the other person that I thought was my friend, I was like. Ernest, how could you do this? How could you do like how could you do this to me? And then he stopped being my friend. Well, his name is Ernest. I don't think you should be trusting people. That was my fault. <laughs> Named Trust after him. a Jim Varney character. First of all, I was trusting a straight young man. That was my fault. Number one fault. <laughs> don't ever yeah. do that. Never do that. Never trust a young little cis boy. He's going <laughs> to do whatever is good for him. You know, he's not thinking yeah. about the group. No, yeah, they don't. They're not. They're not guardians. Uh, no, the way they think not, they are. Not, not allies at all. <laughs> and that's that's that should be the final lesson we leave from here today. Is <laughs> don't don't trust straight, straight men with your secrets. Uh. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what. Well, don't think that you're that they're listening and that they're not finding a way to bring it back to you. Oh, yeah. It'll always come back to you if you do it. That's why I say I keep it to the gays and the girls and then and in-betweens. But anything outside of that, I'm taking no, a risk of getting caught tell up the gays I, You shouldn't tell the gays either. <laughs> you gotta I, tell, it depends you, on the gay. <laughs> no. It, the gay has to, even if a depressed gay will still find a way to run yeah. tell that information. Yeah, you probably shouldn't tell me much. I'm, uh, I am very much. Yeah. I will tell somebody. Oh, here's the thing. I do keep a lot of secrets, though. There are some things I'll take to my grave because I forgot what was told to me. That's what it is. You gotta, you gotta tell a forgetful ass bitch. That's what you gotta do. Yeah. If you tell someone who's aloof and forgetful, mm-hmm. they, nine times out of ten, they won't be able to tell somebody else because it's gone. It's yeah. out. Hey, yeah. If I don't hear my name. While getting a secret, I'm like, if I'm not involved in the situation, I'm like, oh yeah, that's not gonna stick. That, that's not, that's gonna, that's gonna, like, it's a slippery wall up there. You have to have my name attached to it to get on there. I'm the worst person to tell gossip to because I don't remember all the pieces. So by the time I tell someone, they're like, Sydney, this is really lukewarm. This is not. <laughs> what the fuck is this? What, what can we do with this? It's just been so. Okay, so what did they say? Oh, I don't. I wasn't listening. I was out on that part. <laughs> I, was, I was barely listening to them tell me the gossip. It's like, oh, the hottest part of the tea? You just were out. <laughs> you know what? Oh, I, you know my ADHD. You know me. <laughs> I, I was somewhere thinking about cookies. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I've been told Marie gets mad at me a lot. She's like, girl, what is this? She's always got her her arms crossed. Like, don't tell me nothing. I don't want to know. Because you, you don't have a right. <laughs> if you don't know all the information, that's here's, here's the thing. If you're going to gossip, you have to have the details to me. I'm very good at, like, I'm I'm investigative with, like, if, it, if it's good enough, I will get all the information. I will, yeah. I'll, become, I'll become my own fucking Shauna Rhyme show of trying to figure out everybody involved and then be like, all right, now here's what's going on. Truly, truly. Okay, Sydney, it is time to read a couple of the juicy submissions we got from our listeners. It's mailbag time. On today's mailbag, we're going to give out grades. First, I'll read the submission, and then I'll ask you to give it a grade of either dry, moist, or fully juiced. Uh, Fully juiced being the most salacious and dry being boring. And okay. then I asked you kind of give me a, an explanation, a reason behind your juice level. So does that sound good to you? Yeah, absolutely. All right. We're, all right, we're on board. All right. So uh, this first uh, piece of gossip. Um, my cousin got married on the beach in Malibu and made a big deal about keeping the ceremony super small and intimate, but had three receptions to cash in on the gifts. One in LA, one in NYC, and one in Wisconsin where the, where the groom grew up. Now, how, was, how would you rate that piece of like that is, it's not is that, dry. It's not it's dry, not, but it's not dry, but it's not it's not juice. Yeah, it's not. It's it's mostly like this is just a shitty person. Yeah, well, but also well, weddings are a racket. We all know yeah. that. Like that's yeah. not, there's nothing new about. It. Like people have these extravagant things because they want gifts, they want to show off, they want pictures, but they also want money and and things. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. 
Well, also like the way it started, I just assumed that he had an, another family and that's what I was going to yeah. end up with. We would hope for that. I Here's the thing is that I'm going to always say this. I'm pro stealing and taking advantage of other people who don't know better. If you don't want to get conned, uh, don't fall for the con is what I recommend. Uh, it's hard. And if some, it's hard not to fall for the con, Solomon. It's easy. I've seen you fall for it. I can sit and I'm sitting there like, why did you do ooh, that? Solomon, <laughs> I gotta, oh, ooh, Solomon, I got a good one. Tell oh, me. I got a good one that just happened. What? It just happened recently. So I did my solo show. Mm-hmm. He might even listen to this. Who knows? I did my solo <laughs> show. And it was about my childhood, you know, about like growing up with the senior citizens and mm-hmm. accidentally burning my house down. He watched the whole show. And then he came up to me. He's like, you are going to be a star. You are incredible. God brought me here because I, I didn't even know you. And then he was like, but we got to work on your look. I'm a stylist. I want to help you. So you already know it's downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah. I already know he, that. I fell, I, fell for, I fell for it. And when I tell you, I gave that man $500. His fee was actually $600. It's $500. And then he kept asking me, oh, well, do you have a credit card so I can mm-hmm. like, so I can put my credit card down at where yeah. he's going to pull? And I said, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm no. stupid, but I am not dumb, you know? And so he ended up bringing me clothes from the Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. From, he pull, pulled pieces from the Goodwill, honey. <clears throat> and, um... And whenever I tell people this story, they're like, Sydney, you in comedy, like you are one of the fashion people, like you, you dress nice. What is he talking about? Like, that's where you should have said, I don't need you. But I was like, well, maybe he has connections. Maybe he can help me. Maybe he does know stylists or maybe he does have connections in these different stores. None of that, honey. None. He came to my shows. He came to the Soho house. He said mm-hmm. he had a photographer. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, the girl worked at the at the strip club that he worked at. All of it was just a mess. And if Sydney. I show if I show you the outfit, if, when I show you the outfits, oh, you're gonna be mad. If I show you the pieces that he pulled from Goodwill and a wasteland, Sydney, then, then he was I've... like, then then he was like, oh, you have to give. He's like, tell me the things that you don't want because you have to give back to the wasteland. And mm-hmm. I said, the name is called Wasteland. It's waste. Why? Why are we giving? <laughs> why are we giving it back, Sydney? When I tell you that you are not allowed to spend more than fifty I, bucks I'm without checking allowed. in on, <laughs> your, on your, with your friends, <laughs> it's bad. I I did I did myself so wrong, and then he's at the Soho House with this photographer, and uh, like a celebrity was there, and he asked for pictures with her, and then do you know he took those pictures and posted them on his page to look uh-huh. like even more Cloud, established, yeah. yeah. Like clout. And I told him, I was like, this is so house. You're not supposed to be taking pictures like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the look. And then he's like, was mad at me that I made him feel like he was acting like a fan. If you take <laughs> pictures of a celebrity that you're not friends with, you are a fan. Yeah, that is very true. I, I did not know him. of this. And I know, you should Solomon, block him. You still follow him? him. <laughs> I know. Oh, my it's God. Me. It's me. Oh my God, Sydney. You don't need to, listen, you don't need to call in. You don't need people to write to you. I got the juice. I got the foolery. I got all the stuff that you need for this damn show. (laughs) All right, so we're going to rate this one dry. Yes. (laughs) And I'll rate yours hella juicy. (laughs) Woody? Oh my God. I'm I'm uh, going to send you his page and then you're going to drag me for sure. I will. I'm not, I just, oh my God. We're going to move on to this next. We have another piece of mail. <laughs> we have another that we're going to rate right now. Oh, my God. Okay. So at an old bartending job, something we can relate to. Uh, mm-hmm. No, we would just work now. We didn't, we didn't bartend. Uh, but at an old bartending job, this other woman and I would drink for free all night on Saturdays. And the owner couldn't say anything since he was having us refill bottles with cheap brands. Oh, and he would do coke and send dick pics to employees. <laughs> Parentheses, he's married. I'm going to say that's dry because that's just the typical for a bar. Like, Yeah, that is. That's the, like, if you think you're drinking Grey Goose, you are not, honey. It's elixir. <laughs> it's elixir, okay? It's elixir, yeah. It's elixir. That's just, that's the game. They they buy these bottles and they need to make all the money back. Like, times 10. So, yeah, you, whatever you think is top shelf is actually well. 
Um, I worked in bars that didn't do that because uh, I worked in uh, de- good good establishments uh, what? with decent yeah, people. Please, Solomon, they they I don't they stole in other ways. <laughs> okay, okay, maybe you, but a lot. Of, uh, mm. To me, this one is this one is yeah. This is pretty like working in bars and restaurants. The somebody that works in management is is definitely doing coke and sending dick pics to yeah. employee. That is. It is is standard protocol to the point now where it should just be. It's just wild how many times I'm just like, why did you send a dick pic to somebody you work with, and think that's fine? Because they think because they think because of the atmosphere, because it's late at night, because we're drinking and we're having fun that it's allowed. And it's like, no, we have an HR, babe. There's an HR. There's people yeah. that you have to you know talk to after this. Like you just can't do whatever you want. See, but they also like this is another thing is like also take more than that. If they all, all she's all this person is getting is a uh, free drinks, so I'm like, yo, run that man for his money. <laughs> run, run that man for. I mean, I think a lot of people don't because they're like, is this dick pic? Am I traumatized? I'm not. Was this inappropriate? Absolutely. Do I want this person to lose their job? Maybe not. Like, there's some the politics to it. There's some part I like. I've I've had like managers that they didn't do nothing to me. They didn't ask. They didn't send me shit. But you know, I've talked to other girls yeah. and they're like, yeah, we've hooked up. And I'm like, well, that's inappropriate. No, but- I don't, like I'm talking about blackmail. I don't like. I, like it's not oh. about them being in the right or wrong. I'm saying take their money from them through blackmail. <laughs> get more out of the drinks. Get cash. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like you just, everyone deserves to blackmail at least one person in their life. Yeah, and yeah. I and bl- blackmail is not you not black getting something out of the blackmail is not them giving you more shifts so you could get more money. Yeah. It's like no, no, no. Give me. I don't want to work. Give me the money. Yeah. Cash. Get the cash and get the fuck out. That's yeah. all I say. That's my get get money, get out. <laughs> Heard you. That's the mailbag. Thanks for sending in your mail. Reading your submissions is truly the best part of my week. Okay, Sydney, let's take a quick break and we'll be back with the juice line. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation and you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well... Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back to The Juice. I'm here with the beautiful, the entertaining, the wonderful Sydney Washington. All right, Sydney, now's the time in our show when we go to the phone. We call it The Juice Line. I'm hearing from our board operator that today's caller is Abby. Uh, let's patch her in. Thank you. Hi, Abby. Hi. Nice to meet you. Hi, nice to meet you as well. Uh, I'm here with Sydney Washington, uh, my wonderful, beautiful guest. Um, and Hi, Abby. we heard that you have some amazing gossip and I, obviously that's what I'm here for. So please, please lay it on, on us. Abby, this is, cr- okay. this is crazy that you showing your face. <laughs> somebody who gossips and they want you to see their face. I mean, you are bold, brazen. Well, thankfully you can't see my face on a podcast. Right. No, so, right. that, so okay. we can see. Yeah. But the fact that, the <laughs> fact that you're showing me your face, that's crazy. But I think Abby knows that this is a situation where yeah. I wouldn't allow a snitch on my podcast. And yes. I am Ooh. definitely Ooh. not a snitch. Okay. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> All right. So when I was in eighth grade, it became pretty clear to everyone in my math class that our math teacher was having an affair with the principal. Huh. 
and th- and they were both married to other people at the time. Ah! <laughs> yeah, like he would come into class when he definitely did not need to. Okay. Once he even he even came in carrying a dozen red roses. Yeah, we to were to your all math like, class. Uh, right in the middle of math class. Yeah. Well, what was his explanation? Oh, there was none. There was none. She just like smiled and said thank you and like put them on the desk. And we were all like, what the heck was that? That is wild. In front of the whole eighth grade class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we're like 12, but like we can see what's happening. And, uh, you know, one of the kids and boys in the class who was, uh, you know, a little more of a a smart ass was like, (laughs) where's your wedding ring? And she's like, it's none of your business. Damn. Yeah. Well, that kid better got all yeah. A's. He should have gotten all A's. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm sure he did not. <laughs> you, know. you can't be saying things like that in class and expect an A. And she was a fantastic teacher. Like, we all loved her, but it was, like, very clear there was something going mm-hmm. on. So at the at the end of the school year, there was, like, a school-wide, like, talent show. And she actually was also a former gymnast. So she did a floor gymnastics routine wearing a lead re- red leotard. <laughs> To the song "The Way You Make Me Feel" by Michael Jackson, <laughs> and we all knew who that was for. <laughs> Abby, this was good. This is good. She was doing a sexy dance was, in front shocking. of the whole middle school. Oh well, gymnastics. Gymnastics. Like okay. Flips and tumbles and splits and yeah, it was. We were all like, "Oh my god!" It was pretty shocking. A different kind of dance. Did anybody find out about them at all or their spouses? I mean, we could all tell, you know, what was going on. So my brother was like two grades behind me. So he said, like the year after I had her, um, she switched to her maiden name Mm -hmm. because she got a divorce. Wow. And and he got a divorce too. And then the year after that, they were married to each other. Oh. So she she took his name. This is a love story. It's a love story. This is a love story. Oh, but there's more. Oh yes, so, yes, Abby. <laughs> Thank you so much. Ah. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's more. There's more. So, so I go on with my life. Fast forward 20 years. I'm in grad school. Uh-huh. One, I find out one of my teachers in grad school is the son of my middle school principal. Okay. Yeah, I know. What a weird coincidence. So he, we talked about this, and he told me that those red roses that his dad brought to my math teacher were actually from her husband. And he delivered them to, like, insert himself, you know, so that the husband wouldn't, like, steal any thunder. But they weren't from him. They were from her husband. But, of course, we all made assumptions that they were from him. Yeah. Right? And uh, he also told me that uh, he, my math teacher, and uh, he was in high school when this all went down. Like, his parents got divorced. It was a huge mess. He ended up not talking to his dad for, like, 20 years. So my math teacher and his dad, the principal, were married for several years, and then she left him for the janitor. Ow! Yes! There we go! Oh. Ladies, you can have it all. You can have yeah. it all. <laughs> oh, my God. That is the chain of command that you have to go through. Oh, my God. The janitor? Yeah, from the principal to the janitor. Which is a which is know. a downgrade, but she must believe in love. Uh-uh. It depends on how the I mean, maybe he was a young hot janitor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There, there's no way it could have been a downgrade if they're hotter. That's that's what I do I truly believe in in my heart. Okay. <laughs> okay. As okay. long as he's hotter, then I'm like, I love first of all, I love this woman's life. I love what she's done and how she does it. Seriously. Uh oh my God. I hope she's well. I hope she's. I hope she's thriving out there. I hope she marries, like the janitor's brother. I hope that's what's what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, she's really. God bless her. She's really yeah. like living on her time and doing it her way. And I think we should all live by like her way of belief. You know, like this is great. <laughs> she's doing great. I'm. I'm. Honestly, we should honor her. She should have a day. Yeah, no one's giving me any roses. And she's a fantastic math teacher. <laughs> and she's good at math. Damn. Praise be. Wow. Wow. You can't. You can't have it all. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. And that's. Oh, I'm just. I don't even. I'm just absorbing all this information because it's so. It's so fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't. I can't tell you how pleased I was to kind of get a button on that story like 20 years later. Thank you. The, the, the It was it was amazing. The the no but more it was my favorite part of how you told that story where you're like, ah, 
<laughs> and you, I just want to say, like the way you delivered the the juice, just just really straight to the point. Like you, there was no fluff in between. Like you really got to it, and then you're like, ah, you lift had a cliffhanger, and then you hit us. <laughs> so you you properly told the gossip right because I hate when yeah. people are meandering and you're like okay bitch what is it what happened like come on let's get to it you know yeah you were great like here it is and a twist thank you oh thank you yeah. Abby. i appreciate so, it so much thank so you so this is not your first time telling gossip huh <laughs> well not not this story because you you better believe in grad school when i found this all out i was like oh my god you guys are you're not gonna believe this oh my gosh yeah. that's well thank you abby so much i really appreciate it and uh oh gosh oh thank you <laughs> That was good. <laughs> my pleasure. That, really that good. Quen- Thank that you quenched guys. my thirst. Yeah. Thank you. That was. She did uh, that. I feel like everyone, like at least one teacher, is cheating on with another teacher in every school, everywhere. Yeah, you're dealing with kids all day. Like you got to have an affair. Like the period. Yeah. Yeah. You do, you're not getting paid enough to not have an affair. Yeah, like, come on now. I honestly, every teacher deserves an affair. Yeah, that's that should be the, like that should be at least the one thing they can have in their life is. <laughs> but you have to be good at your job. You can't be a shitty like teacher and then have an affair. Like you got to pick a struggle. You, know? <laughs> you got to be giving it your all and then not giving enough in your relationship. That's how it works. <laughs> When your career is thriving, it's really hurting in the bedroom and in the home home floor. Okay. Thank you so much for that, Sydney. I, I don't make it. the rules. I don't make the rules. <laughs> well, now we know. If you're if you're a bad teacher, keep it in your pants. Uh, exactly. No one wants it. <laughs> that is actually going to be <laughs> our episode. Uh, thank you, Sydney, for for being here and being my friend. Uh, Solomon, there's so much went down today. I you got a lot. This was very packed. Honestly, Jeez. we can we can send it out in segments. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cut it like a pie. Seven eights. I love telling my business. So yeah, great. <laughs> you know Solomon, I love telling my thank business. You. Thank you, Sydney. I, I love, love you so you. much. This I'll was see you great. soon. It was my absolute and total pleasure to have Sydney Washington join me on today's show. Uh, be sure and check out her podcast, Peak 2000s, The Unofficial Expert, and Hobby Hunter. Uh, follow her on Instagram at JustSidBW. Please check out her Black Barbie stories on there. They're truly, honestly, the best thing on the internet right now. And as always, if you want to tell your story on the juice, send them in by visiting TeamCoco.com slash HeyJuice. Please remember to rate and review an Apple podcast. Give us all the stars if you feel so inclined. And as always, have a juicy day. This has been a Team Coco production. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.